The, the majority of all of these toxins that we're seeing and being exposed to nowadays, our bodies weren't designed to excrete and metabolize. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast, your number one resource for total body wellness. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. All right, we are back. This is Dr. Mike from the What Up Doc University podcast. Great to be back here on the podcast. It's been a while since we put out an episode, and I just got to say sorry, first of all. Um, kind of got got stuff come up in the way. I don't know if I should say in the way, but, um, you know, we've been we've been doing a lot of things in the office, uh, treating a lot of uh, a lot of brand new cases. Uh, I've been dipping into the realm of Periscope lately. Uh, for those of you who tune into our, our daily Periscopes, thank you guys for tuning in and participating and just uh, doing doing a whole bunch of stuff. And we're in, in the midst of the holiday season. And um, what I wanted to do was basically gear back up as as we, we come back into the next year, as we tune into our brand new year, what we want to do is we want to get you out the information that you need to lead a healthier life. And if this is your first time tuning into the What Up Doc University podcast, I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for subscribing. And for those of you who uh, left reviews and comments on iTunes, uh, we thank you guys so much. And, and, and also, for those of you guys who are participating in our Facebook group and our Facebook fan page as well, you guys are leaving awesome comments. You guys are uh, asking amazing questions. It keeps me going and really researching and digging deep into the archives of all of this health information. So kind of getting back to the purpose and the mission of What Up Doc University is to give you guys the information to kind of clear out the mud of, of this um, navigating the health realm you know, you know, we sometimes we we get into a situation where we're not feeling good, and what do we do first? We we Google it, and what comes up is we we pull up these websites, and, and eventually we go down the rabbit hole, and it takes us down to some terminal illness for some symptom that is so menial, and it really scares people a lot, and it really creates this mass confusion because we start getting this information. And we don't know what to do with this information. It becomes really, really confusing. So what we want to do with What Up Doc University is present you guys with clarity um, and, and create a, a little bit of, of some type of plan. Okay, We want to create some type of coherent plan of how the body really works, but more so how your body really works and how can you work with it better. So with all that said... Today, we're going to dive into a topic that we discussed a few weeks ago on our Periscope, which is about detoxification. And, and I wanted to dive a little bit deeper than what we did on the Periscope and talk about the, uh, the outlying aspects of detoxification, what toxins actually do in our body, and what we can do about it so that we can have better health and wellness. So with that said, let's kick it off. Let's talk about toxins. Let's talk about 
the things that are not supposed to be in your body. And uh, here's what I have to say about toxins. First of all, is that we naturally produce toxins from the things that we are eating. So here's the way you got to look at it. Your body's whole goal with eating food is to produce energy. And the byproduct of producing that energy is a toxic residue. Just like if you get in your car and you step on the gas, you're going to go forward. And that, that's what you want to do. You want to get from point A to point B. But in the meantime, the process of burning the fuel will create exhaust. And a well-running car will have the exhaust going out of the car. Now, the bad things that happens is that if the exhaust comes into your car and you start breathing it, then you don't want to drive in that car and you're not functioning right. And the same thing happens in your body. Your body wants to get the toxins out of the cell, not in the cell. So, we, like I said, we are naturally producing toxins and it's our job to get the toxins out. Okay, so that's step one. Step two is also... Uh, we're being exposed to toxins in our environment, and, and that's kind of what we're going to be focusing on, on on this on this episode. On we're being exposed to all of these external toxins, and it's causing ramifications. It's it's increasing the toxic load upon our body because, like I said, we're naturally producing toxins, and then we're naturally being exposed to toxins. So we have a double whammy here, and we need to take care of that so that our body can function normally. Because remember, you do not want to be breathing in all of that exhaust, and that's what your cells are doing. They're breathing in all of that excess toxicity. So let, 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 me, let me step back and, and really define you know, detoxification because a lot of people, when they hear this or when you talk to your, your healthcare practitioner and you say, I want to detoxify, they're thinking of frank poisoning. They're thinking of you have been on drugs or you have been exposed to some type of harmful chemical and it's causing immediate damage to your body and you need to get that out right now. What we're talking about with detoxification is actually something more subtle, something what we call bioaccumulation, where you're being exposed to these small amounts of toxins that are not supposed to be in your body and they're accumulating over time. Kind of like if you're driving down the road and a speck of dust gets on your car. One speck of dust doesn't really matter. But if you accumulate specks of dust over time, slowly your car gets dirty. That's what we're talking about with bioaccumulation. So what we need to do is decrease the exposure to these toxins and also make sure that we're constantly washing our car. Now, when we're exposed to toxins, your, your body naturally will excrete it. That, that's what we're supposed to do because you're, you're making toxins naturally. So our bodies are designed to excrete toxins and, and uh, it's able to metabolize these different toxins. The problem becomes when we're exposed to toxins that our body has no idea how to metabolize or how to excrete. Now, 
Now, these toxins that are foreign to our bodies, that our, that our body has no idea what to really do with it, get stored. And it's a process that we call bioaccumulation. And I wanted to talk about two aspects of bioaccumulation that you're going to run into when you talk to people about detoxification and, and the idea of bioaccumulation. So there's the first part is called bioconcentration, where you have a repeat exposure to the same type of toxin and it builds up and piles up over time. So it concentrates. And then the other part is what we call biomagnification. This is when you have, uh, let's say, uh, let's look at the food, uh, the food chain, for example. So you have all these organisms that are eating other organisms, which are bioconcentrating the toxins. Now, as these uh, these uh, higher higher, uh, I guess, guys in the food chain eat the guys in the lower part of the food chain, they magnify the the toxins because it's being bioaccumulated. So that's what's happening in our food supply. And all of these toxins are, are stored in, in two major places, which is your fatty tissues and your bone. And that now becomes a problem when we link that to when we, when we see the increase and rise in obesity in the country and in our world. Now, let's, let's shift gears a little bit and let's start talking about where where and why are we seeing these chemical toxins in our environment because the the majority of all of these toxins that we're seeing and being exposed to nowadays our bodies weren't designed to excrete and metabolize so what happened why why all of a sudden did we get exposed to this well the big turning point for our bodies and for the world was world war ii and what happened in World War II, and I'm not, I'm not going to get into the, the, the deep history on this, was basically we invented and we created, we, I'm saying mankind as a whole, not just the United States, but we as mankind, we created about 80,000 different chemicals, 80,000 different chemicals, and we released that into the environment. And, and, and the problem with that was these are all man-made synthetic chemicals that the body has no idea how to excrete or metabolize. So if it doesn't excrete or metabolize, what does it do? It stores it. And where does it store it? it stores it in your fatty tissues or your bones. So here we have the exhaust that your body has no idea how to get out. And we keep breathing it in. So our cells keep breathing in some type of exhaust. Now the problem becomes when you're breathing in your own exhaust and you're taking in others' exhaust as well. It's not a fun situation. Now these toxins now become what we call carcinogens. We classify them as cancer-causing agents. That's where we start getting into issues because these toxins now create some type of genetic mutation in our, in our own DNA. And that's why we see the rise of all of these different types of diseases out here. So World War II, man, we, we, we started seeing all of these foreign chemicals being released into the environment. And a lot of it, you know, if you look at World War II, a lot of it was used as chemical warfare. And that's, that's the majority of our initial exposure. We were using this for chemical warfare. And then, uh, especially, let's take a look in Japan. When, when they started using this as chemical warfare, all of these chemicals were used to destroy the rice crops in Japan. And the problem with these chemicals is that they stick around. It's not like you just 
release them and then they evaporate and go out into space and they never ever return. They stick around. This is what we call persistent organic pollutants, POPs or POPs. They stick around. So if they stick around in the environment, they sure stick around in your body and they wreak havoc. That was the whole goal of, of all these chemicals is chemical warfare to kill somebody, right? So if we're being exposed to it and its whole purpose was to kill somebody and we're being exposed to it and it's bioaccumulating in our bodies, we got issues. So luckily, the World Health Organization started to see that this this was becoming a problem. And, and, and really, it only happened because there was a, a, a lady... Uh, who wrote this book called The Silent Spring. And her her book that she wrote on, on Silent Spring was really to expose what was happening to wildlife because of these chemical toxins in the environment. And she, she exposed on how um, reproductive patterns, hormonal patterns, and all of these issues that were popping up with wildlife. So... This kind of went on, and then the World Health, World, World Health Organization, United Nations, they all got together, and they put this list together called the Dirty Dozen, and they banned the Dirty Dozen. And, and here, let me name off the list for you. Um, dioxins, PCBs, aldrin, chlordane, dieldrin, endrin, heptachlor, HCB, Myrex, toxaphene, furans, and DDT. And a lot of these you, you're probably not familiar with, nor will you ever be exposed to it directly right now because they're banned. Um, but they didn't, they took one off the list. So off of this dirty dozen, they still allowed one of them, which is called DDT. And DDT is, is a chemical that they use for mosquito control. And they deemed that DDT was still necessary to, to control the spread of malaria in developing countries. So they said, well, let's just spray this in developing countries and we'll isolate the exposures there. Problem becomes when there's this thing called the jet stream and the jet stream will blow this DDT all throughout the world. So we're all being exposed to this. And they did studies where they, they biopsy tissues of uh, of of Alaskan Eskimos, is that a is that a correct term or native Eskimos? I don't know the correct term for that. I think it's it's Inuits. I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anybody. You know, I'm a um I'm a native Hawaiian myself, and we get mixed up with names all the time. But they 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 biopsy the these tribe members that were basically living in the same way that they were they've been living for thousands of years meaning that they had no voluntary exposure to these toxins because their diet consisted of what they lived off on the land. And the surprising fact what they, was they had tons and tons of carcinogenic compounds in their fatty tissues. And it's all because of environmental exposure through, through the jet streams. And uh, another thing was they had to drill down in, in the, um, I think the Antarctic, they drilled down and they had to drill down over a mile deep to find ice that was not contaminated with environmental toxins. A mile deep into the ice core, guys, to f not find toxins. So imagine that the far reaching places of the earth 
still being affected by these toxins. Imagine what we're being exposed to, okay? So there's various sources of toxins that we're exposed to. We have physical toxins. We have um, spiritual toxins is a real big one that a lot of people don't really think about. Emotional toxins. We have electromagnetic toxins, geothermal stuff, um, geopathic. All of these things affect our body. And to step back, let me define what a toxin really is. A toxin is something that creates free radical damage or basically speeds up the oxidative process in your body. So basically, what you're doing is you're speeding up your body rusting from the inside out. That's basically what toxins do. Or they block some type of natural biochemical process in your body. Um, so if you have, if you have a, a chemical that's speeding up the aging process, or it's creating a blockage in the natural process of your biochemistry, that's what we deem as a toxin. So in the next section, we're going to talk about uh, some of the signs and symptoms to or for why you need to be detoxifying and why, and if you know that you're toxic. All right, so here are the typical signs and symptoms that you need to be aware of so that you'll know that these are signs of toxicity. And let me say, I, I'm putting together all of the, these episodes to give you guys a template so that you can know where to begin your healing process. Okay, so it all begins, guys, with detoxification. Um because if you are toxic, it's affecting every part of your body. So remember I said toxins will speed up the aging process, the oxidative process, and it'll block the natural biochemical processes in your body. So if you're blocking a natural function in your body, you're going to have a symptom that's saying that your body's not functioning properly. And it'll manifest in any of these ways. So look at this, sinusitis, post-nasal drip. That's a sign. A metallic taste in your mouth, any type of recurring infections or upper respiratory infections, uh, burning of your skin, feeling like something's creepy crawling on your skin, any type of abdominal gastrointestinal complaint, fatigue, headaches, joint pains. This is kind of this is beginning to sound like some pharmaceutical commercial, right? Uh, if you're experiencing any of these side effects, please consult your physician. Just kidding. Uh, joint pains, mood swings, emotional imbalance. Holy cow. This is a real big one for a lot of people in our society. Mood swings and emotional imbalance. Uh, brain fog, not being able to think clearly. Uh, sudden urges to urinate, ringing in the ears or dizziness. Not wanting to be around people. How many of you guys know people like that? changes in lung capacity all of a sudden you know like over time you're just like i just can't breathe anymore i can't get in the deep breath um cardiac issues arrhythmias um high blood pressure sluggish liver and gallbladder which is i mean that's if you look at it that's that's a kind of a given right if you're increasing in toxins you're going to increase the load on the liver and the gallbladder so those are typical signs and symptoms Basically, what I say to every single patient is that 
the thing that you're going through, all that it is, is an accumulation of toxins in that organ. So say you have some type of organic dysfunction, disease, pancreatitis, right? That's just an accumulation of toxins in that organ that's blocking the natural function of that biochemical process, or it's speeding up the the aging, the, the, the oxidative damage to that organ, the tissues, the cells. That's basically it. It's pretty simple. You know, I mean, we, we try to make things too complicated uh, on, on how our body is dysfunctioning. And here's me getting on the soapbox for a couple seconds. We have created a society that wants to name things, to call, to call something a disease. I don't know why, but I think it's, it's for other purposes rather than healing. But we like to name things and then throw a pill at it and say, well, you have this disease and this disease matches up with this pill. Unfortunately, that's not the way that the body works because you can be having signs and symptoms and it's not even related to that area. You know, I've seen people have gastrointestinal systems, gastrointestinal symptoms, I should say, and it's not even in the stomach or the 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 small intestine. It, it's happening somewhere else. It could be a neurological issue. It could be it could be a, a stress issue. So we we can't just look at the body and say, well, A plus B equals C. We can't we can't look at it that way. We have to take a step back and look at what's the causative factors. And it's pretty simple if if you really know how to navigate the body. It all starts with toxicity, and, and that's really the reason why the body starts to break down in proper function. Toxicity breaks down natural body biochemical processes, okay? And, um, and, and what we do, and this is the fallacy of where we've gone in, in Western medicine, is we're treating, we're treating issues that are toxic-based with more toxins, that's when we start running into even more issues. So you have a symptom and you take a toxin, which is what every single pharmaceutical drug is. It's a toxin compound to your, to your system. And we treat it with a toxin. And, it, and, and that toxin that we're taking in voluntarily creates other issues. And we need more toxins in the form of drugs to treat those other symptoms. So... The next section, we're going to talk about the, the best ways I recommend to my patients to detoxify your body. All right, let's get into the ways I give my patients to detoxify. I'm going to give this to you guys, but first we have to understand how the body detoxifies. So really quickly, there are two phases of detoxification, and I add in phase three as well. Um, phase one and phase two is what's commonly taught in, 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 in textbooks, but I like to add in phase three. So basically, this is how I, I, I explain the phases of detoxification. Phase one is like you're going through your house and you're looking for all the trash to bag up. You're going around, you're scavenging out and saying, hey, look, this is trash. And you're taking it out and you're putting it in, in trash bags. That's phase one, right? You're, you're taking all, you're gathering all the trash, putting it in trash bags. 
Phase two is where you take those trash bags that are all piled up in your house and you're taking it out into the trash receptacles and putting it on the street waiting for the garbage man to come out. Okay, so phase two is all it's all bagged up. Now you're taking all the trash out into the streets and waiting for Mr. Trash Man to come and take it away. Phase three is the trash man coming down the street, picking up the trash that you took out of your house, taking it away, and getting rid of it, putting it in the landfills, whatever they're gonna do with the trash. That's basically the three phases of detoxification. Now, what usually happens is that people will get bogged up in any of the uh, transitions to the different phases. So sometimes you can be good at bagging up the trash, but then nobody takes it out of the house. So the trash bags just accumulate in your house. Or you're good at bagging it up. You're good at taking it out on the street, but the trash men are on strike. Nobody's coming around to take out the trash. So now your streets gets all polluted with all these trash bags. So what we have to do in a detoxification program is make sure that all three phases are being addressed. That's what we need to do for a proper detoxification program. Because I see a lot of people get on these fad detox programs and they're not addressing all three phases. So some some detox programs may be geared at trend, the, the, you know getting from phase one to phase two, that transitory phase, that transitory state, I should say. And, and then they get bogged down with constipation. So the trash never really gets taken out. And then what you do is the trash starts piling back up and it backs up into your house. So that's not effective. And then others that are just focused on increasing phase two to phase three, which you're just increasing the rate of the trash men coming, coming around the community, but nobody bothered to pick up the trash in the house. That's when we got problems as well, because if there's no trash for the trash men to pick up, you're just going to be wasting away the natural things that your body needs. So you're just getting rid of stuff that the body doesn't ne- that the body doesn't necessarily need to excrete. So you're losing the vital things in your body. Okay? So we got to focus on all three phases of detoxification. There's three main routes of detoxification, which is through defecation, which is your poop, urination, which is your pee, and respiration, which is your breathing. So that's how your body naturally gets rid of toxins, poop, pee, and breathing. If those three main routes are are congested, bogged down, your body will then go to a secondary route, which is through your skin. And this is why we see a lot of people who have skin issues and they're trying skin remedies where they're using lotions, potions, creams, all of this stuff, and their skin issues never go away. Because it's not necessarily a skin issue. It's a toxin issue. Your body's three main routes of detoxification are backed up. We got to go back, right? We got to go back. We got to look at the different phases. Then we got to look at the routes of detoxification, right? So if your body can't get rid of the toxins in its normal way, it'll go towards a secondary route. Because keeping the cells functioning properly is of utmost importance. So your body will do whatever it needs to get rid of the toxins. Whatever means possible, even if it means creating issues on your skin. So remember, if you have skin issues, it's not a skin issue per se. It's some type of toxin issue. So with that said, the first way that I always recommend to patients 
on detoxification is an elimination diet and a detoxification nutrition program. So the elimination diet is exactly what it sounds like. You're eliminating the common offenders. And, and the common offenders that, that we always look at is wheat, corn, dairy, soy. Those are the common, common um, you know, culprits there. And eggs sometimes, those are, those are culprits in, in the elimination, um, elimination process. And then we got to look at what kind of foods are we putting in our body. So here's the way you look at it. You got to take out the things that's going to be causing more toxicity and more stress upon your system. And then you need to put in things that will enhance phase one, phase two, and phase three. Okay, so you want to be eating a more plant-based diet. 80 to 90% of your diet will be plant-based. Now, you don't have to get all technical with, does it have to be raw? Does it have to be steamed or whatever? Uh, in the initial phases, most people's guts cannot take, and we're going to talk about digestive health in, in a few more episodes, but most people can't take a, a 100% raw diet because we don't have enough of the digestive enzymes to break down the raw foods because we've obliterated it all you know and that's basically what happened so we need to just be getting in good foods in the beginning we're decreasing the toxic load on our body so if you need to steam the vegetables then then, then steam it you know so detoxification uh, nutrition program is of utmost importance for the first step and then you know you can you can also supplement with stuff um, I won't get into the whole supplement aspects of it all but some good things to be doing is boosting glutathione um, that's usually one of the greatest sources i i see in in practice that i use is through undenatured whey protein um, also things like n-acetylcysteine that will help uh, in, increase phase one to phase two okay uh, milk thistle is another great one for adding into a detox nutrition program so that was the first way. First way, elimination diet and a detoxification nutrition program. Second way is through an infrared sauna. And infrared saunas, that, that's one of my favorite tools to use in the office for detoxification program because that affects pretty much all the, all the phases and all the routes of detoxification for your body. And one of the big issues that we see and where people back up is is between phase two and phase three. So they're doing they're doing really good to increase phase one to phase two. So they're bagging up all the trash because most people are going on detox programs, right? And they bag up the trash, but they're not getting it out. They're the the, the trash man's is not coming out, or or if the trash man is coming around, there's just so much toxins out that. It can't keep up. So what infrared saunas do is that they increase the body's circulation. They increase the body's uh, rate of de of in of lymphatic flow. Sorry, couldn't say that word. Getting rid of the lymphatic fluids, which is carrying the toxins out into uh, uh, to circulation to get rid of it. So it increases that. Um, it also increases the body's ability to get rid of toxins through the secondary route, through your skin. So you perspire and get rid of toxins there. And, and you're primarily getting rid of heavy metals. And that's one of the real big, big bonuses with the infrared saunas. 
is that it gets rid of heavy metal toxins. And heavy metal toxins are linked towards all kinds of neurodegenerative diseases. So infrared saunas, we use that in our office. And, and then what patients do is a lot of them actually just purchase their own home sauna so that they can use a sauna on a daily basis. And this has been very, very instrumental for a lot of, um, a lot of chronic degenerative diseases that we see in our office for their recovery is getting getting one in their home and using it on a daily basis. So second way is infrared sauna. Now the third way, this has been around for quite a while, which is coffee enemas. And a lot of people who are well-versed in detoxification and uh, natural remedies have heard about coffee enemas. Uh, if you haven't, you need to you need to look into it and um, we're going to do a, a video on how to do coffee enemas i'm not going to show you guys the coffee enema procedure but we want to educate you on why the coffee enema is so important and, and how to, i'm going to do the video on the preparation not the actual application for for those of you guys who are wondering like oh my gosh are we going to see the actual enema itself no 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 we're not going to get into that but when, when um, it, this actually used to be um, part of hospital procedures in, in uh, I think it was in the 1970s. It was actually in the Merck manual as a, a standard procedure for detoxification in a hospital setting. So basically what happens is that you, you're using, and you have to use organic coffee, by the way, because if you're not, then you're using coffee that has a lot of pesticides and you're just putting more toxins back into your body. So organic coffee, we like to use S.A. Wilson's. If you go onto our website, we have, uh, we, have, we have a link, one of our affiliate links to S.A. Wilson's. You guys can go and get, get that. And S.A. Wilson's is one of the best organic coffees, and it's specifically designed for coffee enemas. So you do the coffee enema, and what happens is your colon absorbs the coffee, and then it goes straight to the liver and causes the liver to pump out the toxins, and it's a great way to get the toxins out very quickly. And for those who are severely ill, sometimes we make you do it like two to three times a day. And one of the, uh, I guess, the one that exposed this the most in, in a treatment protocol was Max Gerson, Dr. Max Gerson uh, of the Gerson Therapy. And he's treated all kinds of degenerative diseases. He's well known for dealing with cancer patients that have been given no hope and he's had miraculous recoveries with patients from that and um, I personally have been able to see those miraculous recoveries with uh, a handful of uh, you know our patients as well and this is one of the ways that we use for detoxification now um, other things that you want to do is I, I've talked about this in, in the Periscope episode, is you want to decrease the, your toxin load. And the major toxin load that we're being exposed to today is from pesticides. All these pesticide residues on the produce that we're eating. Because, and, and, and I'm seeing a lot more um, pesticide uh, exposure not necessarily because we're seeing more pesticides being sprayed, but we're seeing a lot of, and here's the funny thing, we're seeing a lot of people wanting to become healthier, so they're consuming more vegetables and, and fruits, which is a good thing. 
But they're also not consuming organic ones. They're just consuming fruits and vegetables, which have been sprayed with tons of pesticides. So I'm seeing a lot more people in the, in the course of wanting to become healthier actually getting sicker. And it's because of these pesticides exposures. So a great way is to make your own pesticide wash. You can actually buy these. You can go to, you know, like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Sprouts, Mothers. They all sell pesticide washes, but you can make them at home. Um, so you take one cup of clean water, okay, clean spring water, and one cup of distilled white vinegar, a tablespoon of baking soda, and a half of a squeezed, freshly squeezed organic lemon. Now, when you mix the baking soda and the vinegar, note of caution that it will create a volcanic reaction. So you'll start to see the bubbles. So if you guys remember in, in elementary school, we used to make those volcanoes. This is how we made the volcanoes. It was baking soda and, and vinegar. So when you mix those two together, it'll start to bubble, bubble up. Let the bubbles die down. Then add in the fresh lemon. Stir up all the contents. Everything will, will dissolve and it'll create a solution. And then you can put this in a, in a spray bottle. And then how you use it is when you get your produce at home, you spray the produce Put it in like a little a little bowl or something like that. Spray the produce, leave it in the bowl for about five minutes, and then five minutes later, come back and then wash off, wash off all the stuff that you sprayed on. And what it'll do is it'll it'll dissolve all of those pesticide residues, so you're not consuming it, and you're not making your body sicker. In the, in 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 the process of you wanting to become healthier, right? That's like the the ultimate. Um, the ultimate oxymoron. I'm trying to get healthier and I'm eating fruits and vegetables, but I'm getting sicker and sicker. So again, my three ways of detoxify elimination diet, detoxification nutrition program. Number two, infrared saunas. And number three, coffee enemas. And uh, I created a little cheat sheet for you guys on how to do those things. So if you go to, if you go to the blog and you, uh, actually, in, we're calling it we're calling it blogs nowadays rather than the, the show notes because I, I I was on a podcast um, a podcast episode once and a guy said we should stop calling it show notes because nobody knows what show notes everybody knows what a, what a blog is so the blog post correlated with this podcast episode it's not called show notes anymore guys but with that said just go there there's a cheat sheet for you guys to take a look at and it'll have all of the stuff that I just said. All right, so if you started to do a detoxification program and you start running into some issues, which majority of people will run into, it's very common. You'll start to know, you'll start to notice some of these signs that starts popping up as you start to detoxify. Stuff like fatigue, constipation, joint pains, gas bloating, heart palpitations, all of this stuff that just doesn't feel right. And you start to think to yourself, oh my gosh, I don't like this detoxification because of all these symptoms. Note that that is actually a normal process. Uh, sometimes you go through what's called a Herxheimer's reaction, where you uncover all of these signs and symptoms that wasn't necessarily taken care of when it happened so your body is trying to get rid of it now it sees it sees the opportunity takes it and gets rid of the naturally stored gunk in your body and you start going through these things other things is that 
when you start noticing these symptoms, it's basically a sign that your body's doing what it's supposed to be doing, or it's a sign that you have a route of detoxification clogged up. So if, if you're cleaning your house, you're going to kick up some dirt. You're going to kick up some dust through the process of cleaning out your house. So this is a normal process. But you also have to understand, especially if you're, you're constipated, um, you, you need to know that you are getting bogged down between phase two and phase three. So you got to make sure that you're well hydrated and that you are doing everything to increase bowel movements. Now, if you guys need help, feel free, feel free to reach out to me, um, Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike at whatupdocuniversity.com and uh, we, can, we can see what we can do for you uh, to help you out with this. Now, let me recap what we went through this episode. We talked about we are being exposed to toxins every single day. We have 80,000 plus man-made chemicals that, that we're being exposed to on a daily basis and that we need to be detoxifying on a regular basis. So I usually recommend, like I said, biannually or uh, if, you're even, if, you're, if you're really sick, you may need to be doing this on a monthly basis to get your body back to normal. We talked about the three best ways to detoxify, the elimination diet, detoxification nutrition program, infrared saunas, and coffee enemas. Uh, taught you guys how to make your own pesticide wash so that you can, you can decrease the toxin exposure that, you know, that, that you're naturally being exposed to you know, or voluntarily being exposed to. And then some of the signs and symptoms that you may experience doing a detoxification program. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, if you guys need anything from me, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, if this was a benefit to you, feel free to rate, you know, rate our episode. You know, whatever. I I, I love constructive criticism uh, on, on all aspects. Hopefully, this was some type of benefit to your knowledge base. Uh, if you want more information, you guys can head on over to our blog at www.whatupdocuniversity.com. And uh, find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash whatupdoc. And if you feel inclined to want to be part of our community, reach out to me and let me know and I can add you to our growing community of uh, over 4,000 people in our Facebook community group. So with that said, I wish you guys all the health and wellness and hopefully you guys can take some of this put it to use and get to better health and wellness until next episode i just wanted to say to you guys be well and aloha Bye.